This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hi, I'm Christian Brindle, and welcome to the Everything Medicare Podcast. What's up, everything Medicare Podcast Nation? This is Christian Brindle. Happy Wednesday. I hope you're having a fantastic week, everybody. If this is your first time listening to this podcast, my name is Christian Brindle, and I own a company called Christian Brindle Insurance Services. I publish two books on the topic of Medicare, and this podcast is the number one, if not the number two, most popular Medicare-centric podcast on the internet today. We broadcast on anywhere between 15 to 20 platforms. Just the only reason why I say 15 to 20 is because I don't really know off the top of my head how many we are on. We broadcast on Apple Podcasts. We broadcast on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, iHeartRadio, and recently, Pan. Dora, also Anchor, which is our platform of choice. Thank you so much for listening, folks. Every single week, I bring you three podcast episodes where we discuss your Medicare, your Medicaid, your Social Security, and everything that has to do with that golden age called retirement. Today, folks, we are going to be talking about a topic that to me is extremely interesting, uh, something that I just was dying to actually discuss with you. But due to all the Medicare-centric topics with the enrollment period since the 1st of October and all the information that we had to bring you um, week after week, I couldn't really get to this topic until now. And that is long-term care policies, okay? I have seen a remarkable amount of clients of mine who have had long-term care policies. Of course, long-term care policies are policies that cover you in a nursing home or assisted living facility for a long period of time, hence the name long-term care policies. And typically they cover people from anywhere between two to five years. That's the norm, depending on the type of policy you picked up and when you picked it up at and what was available at the time, and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. <coughs> Excuse me. So long-term care policies typically pay out... Um, depending on when you got it, some would pay out 3000 a month in a care facility. Some would pay up up to hundred grand a year. It kind of just depends on what you, you got. And the way long-term care policies work is you typically have a pool of money. And usually that pool of money, it could be 200000 It could be 300000 It could be half a million dollars. Okay, And they take a certain amount of money out of that each month to go towards paying all, if not a good portion, of your cost to be in a care facility. Medicare, of course, does not cover long-term care at the moment. Now, could it someday? Who knows? Maybe. We don't know. 
we could see Medicare Advantage plans at some point start to cover long-term care. And there's been whispers about that, especially with the new bills that were passed by the White House in the last month or two that was at least proposing to put more funding into Medicare Advantage plans. And with more funding means more benefits, more lucrative benefits, more a wider diversity of different benefits. We could see long-term care sooner than we think in Medicare Advantage plans, folks. Do I know that to be a fact? No, I'm just basically speculating on what I read and hear. On those kind of things, I don't have access to any information that you don't. I know things that are coming before they come, but I don't know things that are coming that haven't been decided yet. Okay, but I digress. Long-term care policy. So I've seen people that have been clients of mine, and it's remarkable. I've probably had three or four people since the first, this enrollment period, that are clients of mine that I've spoken with that had long-term care policies or have long-term care policies, and they've had them for 10, 15, 20 years, paid the premium all this time, and they've had them with you know, old insurance companies. I'm not going to mention any names because if I did, I could get sued or get in trouble or whatever, but if I said the names of the companies, you would recognize them, I'm sure, or at least some of them you might. And these people have paid the premiums for some time, and the insurance companies have made them an offer. And the offers look something like this. We will give you a payout, a cash payout, basically to terminate your policy. We're going to buy you out. We're going to buy you out of your long-term care policy. That's the first option they give. If the, the the person that has the policy was so inclined to accept. The second option that they're giving is, I talked to someone yesterday who's a client of mine, and she was offered the buyout option, of course. And of course, the buyout option is going to vary depending on the company and depending on what kind of plan you have and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I haven't seen two buyout options be the same. And of course, we knew long-term care policies do this. We've known this for some time. This isn't news, but I thought it was an interesting topic because we haven't talked about it on this podcast yet. So the first option they give is to completely buy you out. The second option they give is to lower your amount of years they'll give you. So this lady, for example, that was a client of mine, she had a three-year long-term care policy. They would pay $3,000 a month in a care facility for three years. That's her policy. But they were offering her to lower it from three years down to two years, and in exchange, they would knock off $100 a month off of her premium. Sounds kind of enticing to some people. But of course, she wanted to get my opinion on it. Of course, she purchased the plan before I was even in the business. Okay, She's had this plan for 15 years. So obviously she didn't purchase it through me, but do we do long-term care plans? Yes. Am I very experienced with them? Yes. Do I know about them? Yes! And so I was happy to give her my opinion on it because she's a client of ours with her Medicare plan. She's been a good client for a lot of years. Even though the plan wasn't through me, I was happy to give my opinion, and I thought... There's probably a lot of people facing this. 
with long-term care policies, this is an episode we could do to do some good. So she was kind of just debating, you know. Now, granted, she's paid the premium for 15 years. She's paid the premium for 15 years. So if she takes the payout, she doesn't get anything other than the payout for all those years of paying the premium. What do I think about this? You're going to have to wait for segment two to hear that after we take a break and hear from our sponsor, Randy W. Hall, the Mr. Nice Guy Medicare Advisor. Don't go anywhere. In segment two, I will give my thoughts on if I think this is a good thing or not, depending on your situation. I'll be right back. Stay with me. What's up, everybody? This is actually Randy W. Hall, Mr. Nice Guy Medicare Advisor, not Christian Brendel, your esteemed host. I'm here to tell you about my Medicare agency, Mr. Nice Guy Medicare Advisor, based here in Tennessee. For the past 10 years, I've been helping Medicare beneficiaries just like you in Tennessee and Kentucky maximize their Medicare. If you're a regular listener of this podcast, you know Christian always encourages you to deal with a broker in your state who sells all the different plans and will give you not just a quote, but also advise you and educate you in a way that is simple to understand. We know how confusing and overwhelming the whole process can be. We do it all for folks on Medicare, from supplements to Advantage plans, Part D, cancer products, hospital indemnities, and more. So if you want to get a free quote or a consultation, I urge you to call 615-578-5174. Again, that's area code 615-578-5174. Or for more information, you can visit my website and read all about me at MrNiceGuyMedicareAdvisor.com. That's all one word, MrNiceGuyMedicareAdvisor.com. And again, why deal with a jerk when you can deal with a nice guy? Welcome back, everybody. Thank you for sticking with me, and I hope you enjoyed that message from the Mr. Nice Guy Medicare Advisor, Randy W. Hall. If you live in the states of Tennessee or Kentucky, I advise that you give Randy a call if you need help with your Medicare health plan this enrollment period. Don't forget that this Medicare enrollment period is happening right now. It goes from October 15th. Through December 7th, this is the time period to revisit your plan and make sure that you're on the best policy for you, depending on your certain situation and preferences going into the next year. Don't put it off. I don't recommend it. If you live in the states of Tennessee or Kentucky, I advise that you give Randy a call. He's licensed there. I'm not. My company's not. But he is. He's a good quality broker. He's someone that you can trust. He's got the experience. He's got the know-how. Let's get back into this topic. Segment 2 of the Everything Medicare podcast, okay? All right, long-term care. So let's digest this, okay? Let's break this down. Let's do the numbers on kind of what this looks like, okay? So let's say you've paid the premium on your long-term care insurance plan for 10 years, okay? Long-term care plans aren't cheap. They cost quite a bit of premium, okay? Now, Let's say, hypothetically speaking, you do end up going into care facility at some point. Some people never do. Some people just are able to last the rest of their lives at their home. Some people need the care facility. 
whether you do or don't, it's kind of like looking into a crystal ball. So I'm not interested in, 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 in trying to answer a question that we can't answer because nobody knows the future, not even me. So let's talk about what we do know. The average stay at a long-term care facility, an assisted living or a nursing home, is less than two years. In fact, 50 to 60% of people that go into a long-term care facility don't stay a year or longer. Usually the stay is less than one year. That's what the, that's what the statistics tell us. Now, are there people that stay longer in a facility like that? Absolutely. Before I worked in the insurance business, before, before I got into the insurance industry, working with people on Medicare, I actually worked at an assisted living facility when I was a kid. And I spent years working there doing various things. I've talked about this in episodes prior. Like in the episode, Who is Christian Brindle? I give a pretty in-depth look at my background and who I am and what I've done and what my experiences are. And I worked there for many years. You know, I worked in the kitchen. I did wash dishes. I waited tables. I did a tiny bit of cooking for the organization. I, um, I worked with activities. You know, I did um, seminars. I did um, night security. I did concierge work, front desk work, answering phones. I did a lot of things for that company. Okay. And one thing that I learned really, really quickly, folks, was it was a very large revolving door. People come in and people come out constantly. The residents there don't aren't going to be the residents there as a whole in five years. Now, are there people that stay in a facility like that 10 years, 15 years, 20 years, 25 years even? Absolutely, there are those people. They do exist. But a majority of people don't stay longer than a year Maybe two if they're lucky. They end. I hate to say this, folks, and I don't. I know this isn't something that you want to think about, but when you go into a long-term care facility, it's typically because, for most people anyway, it's because you really are in a situation. You're at a stage in your life, and we're all going to get there. But you're at a stage in your life where you can't take care of yourself on your own. You need some assistance, and typically people don't usually go up from that point. Typically, people need to go to rehab or they go stay with their kids or, God forbid, they'd pass away. It's ugly to think about, but in order to make the right decision on taking this payout or not on your long-term care policy, it's something that you need to take into consideration. So what's the likelihood that you're going to stay a very long time? It's probably more likely that you'll stay a lesser amount of time than a longer time. Now, you could be one of the, well, you could be the exception to that statistic certainly could. And at that point, you probably just want to keep the policy the same as what it is. You want more years opposed to less years. If you've paid that premium on your plan for 10 years, you don't want to just take the payout and walk away, in my opinion, because the payout is probably going to be less than you paid in premium, if not equal to what you paid in premium. It's basically like you're getting your premium back, if not a little bit less. So at that point, you're just breaking even. What was the point of having the plan in the first place? There was no point at all. It was a big waste of time. And we also have to ask ourselves this. Why does the insurance company want to buy you out in the first place? Why? 
because an insurance company is not going to offer you a deal like that unless it's in their favor, folks. And the insurance companies ran the numbers. The insurance company understands that they've collected your premium for the last 10 years, 15 years. But you're getting older. Everybody gets older. Happens to everybody. But an insurance company is going to do everything and make all of their decisions based on statistics, numbers, data, information. Insurance companies are incredibly smart. Insurance company knows they're more likely to lose money than gain it the older you get on a long-term care policy. So they're offering you this because they want to they want to have they, they've collected your premium for the last 10 to 15 to 20 years. Now they want to get out while they're ahead before they have to pay a humongous claim. In my client's example earlier, she would her policy would have paid 3,000 a month in a care facility. So that's $36,000 a year if my math is correct. Over the, she had a 3-year policy. So it's basically a little bit over 100 grand that they would have to shell out if she used it. 100 grand. Okay. So if she does end up using the policy, hypothetically speaking, the insurance company that she has her policy through loses out long-term in that transaction because they've collected less money in premium than they're going to pay out. Of course, insurance companies don't just take the money and sit on it. Of course, they take the money, they spread it around. Um, sometimes they invest it in different areas. They, tr- they find ways to make money, but they're trying to find make the best decision for them long-term. They would like to collect the premium for 10, 15, 20 years, and then at that point, give you a sweetheart deal, as I like to call it, and have you go away, and they don't have to pay you on anything anymore. That's what you don't want to do, in my opinion. The insurance company would not offer it to you if it was a good thing for you. They're offering it to you because it's a good thing for them. And in order to benefit from your insurance policies, no matter what it is, you need to put yourself in a situation where you're benefiting just as much off of you having the plan as they are, if not more. That's when you're making a smart decision when it comes to picking an insurance policy. I'm currently working on my third book called The Insurance Funnel, and I talk about that in that book. That should be out by the end of the year, by the way. The premise of the book, shameless plug, the premise for the book is going to be nine to ten steps, nine to ten tests, I should say, that an insurance policy needs to pass, nine to ten characteristics that an insurance policy needs to have if it's going to be worth you buying it or not. It can be applied to any type of insurance policy out there, homeowners, auto, life, Medicare, whatever. It's going to be a system that's foolproof. I'm really excited for it to come out, but that's that's a little sneak peek of it. But you have to be benefiting just as much as the insurance company is, if not more so. And by taking the sweetheart deal and just walking away, you're probably not benefiting if you end up staying in a care facility. That's the main thing. If you think there's a chance of you spending time in a care facility, do not take it. Keep that plan. You've paid for it this long. Make sure you're getting what you paid for out of it. Now, what about downgrading it by a year? Could that be a good idea? Possibly. I'll share my thoughts on that in our third and final segment, along with my final thoughts on the topic, after we take a quick break and hear from our this week's sponsor. Don't go anywhere. I want to tell you what I think about downgrading the coverage by a year or so or two years or whatever the case may be and taking a reduced premium 
Could that be a good idea? Maybe. Maybe not. We'll talk about it in segment three. Don't go anywhere. I'll be right back. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome back, everybody. Thank you so much for sticking with us all the way to the end. Today we're talking about long-term care and should you take a payout? Should you let your long-term care policy buy you out if you've had the policy for 10 to 15 to 20 years? So here's my opinion. I told you in segment one, I would never take the payout option because at that point, you're not benefiting. You paid all those premiums for so many years for nothing. And the insurance company wins at that point. My opinion. Now, if you think there's no possible way, no potential way whatsoever that you are going to spend any time in a care facility, an assisted living even, if you think that's no possibility whatsoever, you are confident, then just take the payout. Why did you even pick up a long-term care policy in the first place if you didn't think there was a reason for that? If you didn't think it was even a possibility of you even going in, why did you pick up the policy, I would ask, number one. But number two... Why keep paying the premiums in that case? If you can say without a shadow of a doubt, you're not going to go in, you're not going to need it, you're not going to need the policy, then at that point, just drop it. Shouldn't have had it in the first place. But if you think there's a shred of a chance of you going in, of you needing to spend some time in a long-term care facility in the twilight years of your life, you've paid the premium for this long, just keep the policy. Because you paid the premium for 10 to 15 years, If you do end up going into a care facility, you're going to wish you had it. Those places are freaking expensive. We're probably looking at five dollars to $10,000 a month nowadays. You're going to need all the help you can get. Now, Medicaid can help pay if you qualify, but what if you don't qualify? You'll burn through your savings. You'll have nothing left in your retirement very, very quickly. I mean, if you're paying $5,000 a month for a care facility, that's $60,000 a year, folks. That's expensive rent if you ask me. The, the long-term care policy, in my opinion, is worth keeping because if in this scenario where they're offering you the payout, you've probably had the plan for 10, 15, 20 years. You paid the premium this long, you might as well see it through. My thoughts, my opinion, if it was me, that's what I'd do. Now, what about taking less years and downgrading? Now, there may be something to that. Like I said in segment one, the average stay in a long-term care facility is one to two years max. In fact, more people than not spend a year or less. That's what the the studies show. That's what statistics show. So by that logic, and if you have a four, five-year plan, and they're offering you $100 or more a month premium reduction to cut a year or two off, there might be something to that. Now, you might just feel more comfortable having as much protection as you possibly could, and I get that. In that case, just leave it alone. Reject their offer. But for this client of mine, 
I kind of went through my arguments with her, the good and bad of both sides. There's two sides of the coin here. And she elected to take a $100 a month premium discount. So she's paying $100 less a month on her premium. And instead of it being a three-year policy, she has a two-year policy now. And she thought it was smart. She thought it was more likely that she wasn't going to need it for that long. And so did I for her particular situation. But there's more than one way to slice this. There's more than one way to look at this. So think about what I said if you're in this type of situation. Know the risks, but also know the rewards. And after listening to this episode, I hope that you have a better understanding on what you might want to do if you're facing this decision going forward. Thank you so much for listening, folks. Um, We are in the Medicare enrollment period right now. If you're on Medicare and you're just confused, you don't know which way you want to go, you're not sure if you have the best plan for you, you don't even feel like you quite understand what you have as well as you'd like to, and you live in the states of Utah, Texas, Oregon, Idaho, and Florida, Again, that is Utah, Texas, Oregon, Idaho, and Florida. Those are the five states me and my organization are licensed to work with you in. And we carry all of the largest insurance companies in the industry. We can sort through the options and help you find a good fit for you specifically. If there is an upgrade to be made, that is. You may be on the best plan for you, but you never know unless you have it compared. I'd be more than happy to talk with you. My office number is 801-255-5340, 801-255-5340. Give us a call. I'd be happy to talk with you, and we can then better determine if there is any improvements to be made. There's a lot of crappy information out there to where you think you can do better based on some commercial that just throws out some blanket information, some some ridiculous information, you know, like zero plant dollar premium plan with dental vision hearing. And then you find out it's $50 on standard lenses only for glasses and preventative dental and, you know, $100 a year credit towards a hearing aid. And you're like, oh, that was misleading. But they got you to call. I won't do any bullshit like that with you. Excuse my terminology. Excuse my language. My organization will tell it to like it is. We'll give it to you straight. We don't, we don't play games. We want to give you the information that nobody else wants you to know. That's why we do the podcast. As always, folks, thank you so much for listening. Um, if you're listening to us on a platform that allows it, please leave us a good review. It helps us tremendously to reach more people just like you who desperately need this information about their Medicare. I will be back with another episode on Saturday. Have a great week and a great day. Thanks for listening. I'm out.